This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Allison Lee Rosenfeld, the voice of Bonnie and Nurse Joy from Pokemon, Rio Castle, Riley, and Allie from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and star of Crumbly Kitchen. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we talk about the great news coming from the final Nintendo Direct Mini of the year, including the No More Heroes news we've been waiting for. I also give my thoughts on Pokemon expansion Crown Tundra. Then, in our final stage review, I check out Zoid's Wild Blast Unleashed for the Nintendo Switch. All this and more as ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, folks. We got a loaded show to talk about today. A lot of great news from the Nintendo front. Uh, some news on the Spider-Man front as well. Some news that just came in today, uh, thanks to one of our ACMG members. I mean, we got a lot to talk about today. Before I even do that, and unfortunately, I have to do this, I want to give a big shout out to all of the strong black men out there all of the strong community out there and especially all of the fathers out there the black fathers out there in the community because we lost another one uh by the name of walter wallace jr which unfortunately like i'm in for those who don't know i'm in philadelphia and if you haven't been under rock you know what's been rocking in philadelphia less than a mile away from me and possibly like 10 minute bus ride maybe it happened again walter wallace jr death at the hands of cops and it didn't have to be it really didn't have to be and by the way if you don't like me talking about this on my platform you have every right to fast forward you even have every right to stop but as humans we should have the right to talk about this and trust me in in due time we'll get our minds off of this and we'll continue but i gotta say it because i worry about my life i worry about the lives of the people out there i worry about the lives of the acmg members out there who are of my community and just people of color in general and we're about just a few days away from the election and this happens and then we get little wayne i don't even want to get deep into what little wayne has done but you again if you haven't been under a rock you know, you know what's going on. I, I gotta, I, I'll just say this. Thoughts and prayers to the family of Walter Wallace Jr. And it's just tragic, especially the kids. He had like two or three kids uh, that he, he was taking care of before this happened. It didn't have to happen the way it did. Um, it just didn't. It just really didn't. There's no excuse. And I don't care if they didn't have tasers or anything. But I say this. In, in, in terms of the Little Wayne situation, look, I interview a lot of people, a lot of people in here. I've I had the opportunity to interview on this in this platform. A lot of people I admire, but a lot of people that I've that I've come across and recognized that has recognized and humble 
about their upbringing, a humble about what they've done and how they got there and realized that they wouldn't have got there without the fans, without the people who supported them. If you get to a point in your life when you're a celebrity and you work your way up to getting all the support and praise from fans who pay for your money. I mean, not even just not even just musician celebrities. I'm talking game developers. I'm talking like actors who play in these games. I'm talking anybody who you get a following with and you support them because you like what they do. And then in turn, they say, screw you. And by doing so, teaming up with people who are not for you, teaming up with people who are trying to eliminate you in their own quiet, little transparent way. How can you support that? How can you support any of that? There are people who, you know, I've, I've seen come, I'll give an example, Megaran. You know, I've seen him get, I, you know, make, he constantly put on a hustle, constantly work hard to gain that and always humble about his, you know, his fans and everything and everything that has been afforded to him. If Mega Ran suddenly, all of a sudden gets so rich that he forgets that where he stands, trust me when I tell you, I'm going to get that dude to talking to. And then also possibly Look, I'm not even going to rock with him anymore because he just forgets who paid, who helped him get to that way. But I know him long enough to know that he wouldn't, he, he's just not that dude. Wayne is that dude. Wayne has, you know, single-handedly admitted that he was that dude. So, I mean, nobody should be surprised, but nonetheless, it is what it is. But to all my people out there stay strong let's keep it rocking we got a few more days away if you haven't voted get out there now like seriously if you want to turn this into a game reference situation i'll give you a damn game reference situation i'll tell you right now i'll give you the perfect analogy for this we're living with we're literally living the midgard life this is the midgard life we are living that midgard life the Trump administration, the White House, is the Shinra Corporation. <laughs> they've, they've pretty much done anything but dropped a plate on us at this point. So, I mean, if you want to talk about, if you want to understand how really big of a deal this is, if you ever play Final Fantasy VII, we're damn near living it right now. We're in the cuffs of living that type of thing where we have a corrupt group of people who are just trying to get over on their means and their means only that Shinra is real <laughs> hell we damn near about to get this close to Hydra for God's sake in this case because of the people who's just coming out <laughs> and revealing themselves but yes you know this is real let's take this seriously let's get out and vote if you haven't already again thank you to all of the ACMG members who have voted thank you to everybody especially especially my ACMG um people because you know, it's, you know, everybody has their own situation and sometimes people don't believe it's hard to be, to get up and do a vote, believe it or not, it, because people don't feel that they matter and it, we have to fight to matter. I've been doing it for God knows how long, for over a decade, way over a decade to fight for my value in life. And we need to all do that as one. So we just got a few more days to November 3rd and look. I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but everybody be safe, but damn sure be strong. 
get out there. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, by the way, I want to point this out too. To those who are going to claim that they voted but didn't vote, I got news for you if you didn't know. I guarantee you there's some people who don't know. If you vote, it is public knowledge that you voted. It doesn't reveal that you didn't vote, that who you voted for. It just reveals that you voted. So before you even lie and say that you voted, please know that we will find out and you will be, I look, depending on the person, you will be dealt with. <laughs> if you, if you even remotely try to, you know, pretentiously lie about that, you know, you're, you're going to be exposed. You're going to put you on blast, you know, don't play. Let's, let's make this serious. Let's really make an effort here. So thank you for that seven minute commentary. <laughs> right there but i had to do it um this is somewhat of a you know journal life for me so it is what it is but i digress got a loaded show we're going to talk about a lot of things going on in the world of gaming uh some great great news from nintendo came in this week but i want to start off by saying i have been playing common writer memories of heroes which is now available in and unfortunately only in japan and only in the southeast asia um region but i'm currently playing it right now i will have a full review next week and it is, in fact, in English. It is in English text. Not English dub, but it's in English text. So it does have subtitles in there, which is absolutely... Like, the entire game is in English. Um, it, it's almost as if the game is actually coming out to America. But actually, unfortunately, it is not. The game has not yet released in the States. There, I'm, I've already played a huge chunk of this game so far. And... I don't I, I I am perplexed. I I have I can't fathom as to why this is not coming out to the states. I don't know whether it's because there's only a niche fan base for the Super Sentai series like that. Um Power Rangers was a hot commodity back then and if it was like in the early 2000s, I think it would have had a better chance of coming out. But then again, that's not true because I've owned other Super Sentai common writer like games for the PS Vita that has never seen the light of day. So, but also it wasn't in English either. So I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. This is, it's criminal. <laughs> this is not coming out of the States. It, I have not seen it. So it, it released, um, it, I love it because it released exactly when I thought it was going to release. And because Bandai Namco tend to release games at the stroke of midnight and the stroke of midnight for Japan is our 11 o'clock in the morning here so 11 a.m boom it unlocked it was ready to go and i was more than happy and thrilled on wednesday to play it which me which 
again it's a day early than the actual release date here and it was you know it was the 29th it, it was the 29th there but it was the um 28th here so i got it a day early at that so it was even better you know i just the, the oh, importing buying imports again is is bringing back a lot of fun for gaming for me <laughs> getting the chance to play these uh really cool games um but yeah man i'm playing it right now it is awesome uh so far um it i haven't had any i got one i did get one bad crash but that, you know i'll let that go but so far so good uh i'll give a full report of it next week but i i don't want to say too much about it at all but i want to go into detail for next week's show on that um if you are interested in buying this game on in the meantime i just like i told um our acmg member max um there is the only way that you could get it now because it hasn't released in the u.s if you're if you're a fan of these of the common writer series uh you want to play it the best way you could do it is to purchase the game uh from play asia or for first of all you need to get a you need to um create a japan account on your switch which you can do once you do that you need to purchase a nintendo e-card which is a yen card uh from the online video game merchants you i believe amazon may have it as well but you can also go to play asia which is a a merchant platform a video game online uh e-shop that i've been rocking with for over a decade they have some exclusive, uh, so a, a, some really great exclusive um, import games out there. They got some uh, really great figures and a lot of stuff that you won't see in America. You can get it from Play Asia. Uh, you can do it that way if you want to get the physical copy. At least I just want to give a fair warning and note that if you choose to get the physical version, you risk working through customs because it's an imported game from across the country. Like if you buy anything from China, if you buy anything from Japan or wherever, you gotta go through customs. And sometimes it may take longer than it normally should. Like this is not an Amazon buy. Even if you do an Amazon buy, it still may take a little bit longer. So you also have to factor in, this is COVID era. So those type of situations is gonna come in and you gotta worry about that. So this is the part where once again a point goes to digital downloading because you don't have to worry about any of that mess you don't have to wait a long time if you want to play it in an instant you can just download it there so i mean again if if we literally i, sh I really should do an episode on the pros and cons of digital downloading uh, versus uh physical it just they're, they're really it, i after all these years there's so much more there's so many many more attributes to have to doing digital downloads and i know there are people who like to do trade-ins but here's the thing trade-ins aren't that big of a deal anymore um it i mean it is but you got to deal with all the stupid crap that the like game stops and all them do for trade-ins and everything and their trade-in system is always suspect anyway so i rather keep the collection and there's just, just so much more vanish but this is another added situation COVID plays a big factor back when we were um when final fantasy 7 came out the advantage for those who digitally download the game was there whereas the people who wanted the physical copy and the bundle pack and ultimate editions and all this stuff they had to wait because it was just in the thick of COVID, and production stopped so you know another that was another point for digital down like there's so many 
so many so many advantages to digital downloading it ain't funny you still get to play the same experience and everything you just if anything all you got to do is buy a a uh a hard drive an external hard drive a sata drive if you want to just a small compact one with like terabytes of you know um space or whatever like that you're gonna need to do that for the playstation 5 most definitely um so yeah it's just it's just so much worth it there so but go out of your way and if you are very interested if you hardcore like that go about it that way and uh get it there so let's get down to it we got a lot of nintendo news coming our way uh nintendo direct mini popped up uh yesterday or was it wednesday i think it was wednesday either way they popped up with some phenomenal news this was apparently the final nintendo direct of the year and boy did they come correct we got a lot of big reveals a lot of great you know stuff that we uh, had and it's just absolutely awesome so i'm gonna run down a lot of what they uh provided the first game that they provided was control the ultimate edition uh this is a cloud version uh this game has won 80 awards this i didn't think that i never thought that this game would be um on a nintendo switch this is really it really tells how really cool the nintendo switch is to be able to play a game like this uh this is a third person action adventure game that you play where uh i believe this female heroine has a lot of like uh a power and ability and um there's a lot of signature world building and storytelling um and here remedy entertainment put this together um it, there's there's a lot to this and you can download it right now on the switch for free believe it or not i that's where i was really uh perplexed about and it requires internet connection so i didn't know that because i never played the game before anyway so but i'm, I'm intrigued to want to check this out it's just very interesting now maybe i'll download it maybe not i'm not sure uh big big news here hyrule warriors age of calamity more footage from there but they released a demo we get to play a demo of the first like chapter of uh age of calamity i did play it for a little bit but i'm be honest with you i'm su and surprisingly i was excited for this but it was just so much going on i got to play um i was already playing common writer um you know they released this so i did download the demo i played like the first a uh, first um stage or whatever i dug it i was not surprised by how great it is um the only thing i was questioning is like why doesn't link have a jump ability he has a evade ability in here so i was a little bit um i was a little bit you know iffy about that but that was, that was a small little situation that we had to worry about so i'm not I, it wasn't that big of a deal but the game looks beautiful and then some of the things that you'll be able to do in this game from the footage that they showed is going to be insane i already had this pre-ordered i'm so looking forward to playing this game uh and by the time that game comes on november 20th i've already played all the games and review all the games i'm going to be reviewing for the next few weeks leading up to that so this is going to be great but age of calamity the cutscenes, uh beautiful voice acting beautiful everything you loved about uh, age of, uh, i mean breath of the wild is in this game like the real breath of the wild there's a lot of breath of the wild clones coming out <laughs> as of late so that but that speaks volumes of how great this game was when you got clones you know being made in reference to it that's what you call trendsetter right there so uh immortals phoenix rising also was announced for a december 3rd release um this game you play phoenix which is a it, it kind of looks like 
Kid Icarus. It, it, honestly, the first thing I thought that was like, this looks like a kind of a real life, uh, a lifelike version of Kid Icarus, a non-cartoonish version of Kid Icarus. But you play as Phoenix, a new winged demigod on a quest to save um, the Greek gods and their home from the dark curse. So, you know, this thing, it's a, it looks like an action platformer looks pretty cool um pre-orders are available now so you can go uh jump on that brave default 2 also was announced and it looks like it's coming february 26 uh 2021 is a uh, jrpg by square enix and it actually it looks beautiful i like the way it look i like the, the way the models look and it, they're like sd fo uh, form and uh i actually like it it looks like it looks pretty good it looks like they put a lot into it of course it's square enix i trust square enix more than i trust crystal dynamics i'll just put it <laughs> <laughs> in this case um story of seasons um pioneers of olive town uh this game is coming out this is a, like it's pretty much as a garden game i think if i'm correct this may be connected to an um i forgot what the, the the other farm games are but this is pretty much a farm simulation game looks really actually looks pretty cool um a lot of rpg elements that will be coming along with this to help you uh become a better farmer and such like that and you get this from what i uh remember you get like a whole bunch of acres of space that you uh, inherit and you turn it into a farm pretty much a, a a growing farm with crops and animals and stuff like that so this is one of those animal crossing therapeutic games i would say and uh, it's amazing how really great um animal crossing has become i, I don't play animal crossing because it's like i feel like it's doing something that I can already do now in a sense, you know, sans COVID, of course. But, you know, I, I, I really understand what it's doing to people and how calm they get. And it's funny. I watched this TV show. There's a lot of TV shows that reference Animal Crossing um, lately, and this is one of them. But, yeah, it, Animal Crossing is being used almost in the same sense as adult coloring books. It's a way to make people feel calm and be able to do things that they probably couldn't do or wouldn't do in the real world. Because, you know, be honest, I think that this the the, the demographic and appeal to Animal Crossing are mostly kind of introverts, if you will, uh, that will most likely do things that they wouldn't normally do on, on the outside, on the real world. So it, it's I, I find it really, really interesting that and this is one of those games that you i feel like you could possibly do a study on um with with the demographic that they use you know there, there's people of all ages that play this game and it puts them in a place this is like a zen garden to to a lot of people you know so uh i think this game is going to be like that too i think um story of seasons is probably going to be more zen garden gaming uh if anything uh, but then I, I won't even I won't move on to this game because I wanted to make that last. But uh, Hitman 3 cloud version uh, hit, uh, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, I, I got to find out what this cloud version is. I wonder if it just means that, like, there's going to be a lot of save data or cross saving or whatever like that. I'm not sure. So that's what it sounds like. But, you know, Hitman fans, um, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. You're not going to be devoid of it. Part time UFO. I thought this was a very, very adorable game. This was, I believe, the game from the developers of uh, Kirby. Uh, and it just involves an alien who's trying to be friendly with um, the people in the world and helping them out in every type of way. It's like a stack up puzzle game. And, and again, it's like probably one of those therapeutic, you know, Zen, ga uh, Zen garden games that I call it. Um, 
it, it, it it's pretty cool. I thought it was adorable. I thought it was pretty charming and cute. Uh, surviving the aftermath, uh, which is a survive and thrive post-apocalyptic future wristed game. Uh, players will build the ultimate disaster-proof uh, colony, protect their uh, colonists, and restore civilization to a devastated world. We may need to play that. We may all need to play that game, pending what's going to happen soon. Um, Tropico 6, uh, Nintendo Switch Edition is coming out as well. Bakugan Champions of uh, Vestroia is coming out we already knew about this game is coming out november 3rd oh uh tropico uh, uh tropico uh six is coming out november 6th by the way i should add that but uh bakugan champions of uh vestro uh, vestroria is coming out november 3rd now when i saw the game footage i don't only really saw the trailer to this but i also watched a little bit of the gameplay footage when nintendo had their, their um treehouse showcase a while back it didn't look anywhere near fun to me it just didn't it looked very tedious and boring the you know the, the play uh through and the, and the way the combat system works it just i yeah and, and and again this is a kid's game but even for a kid's game this just looked so boring and maybe a kid of a certain age don't won't see it that way but um i yeah i i can definitely i don't i i, I could you know who are me i don't think it's for me I, don't, I really don't think it's for people like me or my age that way. Uh, Grifflands Nintendo Switch Edition. A lot of, you know, uh, games that are ported from other consoles are being ported here as well. Um, this is a sharp negotiating skills are, are a must for this game. Uh, it's a deck building uh, game. So you have that as well. But the biggest surprise and what they say for last was, in fact, no more heroes. We finally got some information on No More Heroes. Um, they started showing clips of the third, which I've literally talked about last week about this and, and made a mention of it, wondering when the hell this game was going to come out because it has been mentioned, but it's been in the eShop for God knows how long, saying coming out 2020. So, unfortunately, it's not coming out in 2020, and they announced that it was coming out in 2021. All right, bet. That would have been a bummer if had they not gave us a really nice consolation prize to hold off until we get there because they announced and released no more heroes one and two which is absolutely now available for in the eShop. and i thought this was a absolutely fabulous idea because here's the thing i never played the first two yes i owned a wii and I heard about this game. I never really jumped on it. But, you know, when I finally saw it and, and, and saw what it looked like, it was way after the Wii era. And I was kind of a little bit butthurt that I didn't play it sooner. So I am extremely happy to have uh, the chance to play this game now. And it's a great way to hold off till 2021 when that game comes out. So now officially I have, and I did buy both of them, one and two, um, which both, and the other thing, the other great thing about it is that each one was $17.99. So I thought that was a great bargain. I thought this was a great way to, you know, for Soda 51 to actually provide their fan base with something to hold us off and to remember why this is happening 
so we're going to get a chance to play it. I Again, I've never played this before, so that means this is going to be a first-time review for me. And since I have both of them, uh, in the coming weeks, I will be reviewing both of those games. Um, so some sort of a retro review or first-timers review, whatever like that, uh, whatever I'm going to call it. But I'm looking forward to checking out this game. But it was just too much. I was like, I got, I have the demo to uh, Age of Calamity. I now have no more heroes one and two and currently I am playing common writer memories of heroes I'm like this is too much in one day this actually brought great joy to me after everything that has been going on this week so um you know it, it, this is a credit to the game industry and why I love it and why I cover it and, and have its own show because there's always a lot to cover <laughs> so um man this is why I say best like Nintendo it's not competing with PlayStation. Uh, with PlayStation, it's not competing with Xbox because they are in a league of their own. They don't need to compete. They just need to provide, and they do. And not only do they provide, they provide for all different demographics. And they are the new Disney, in my opinion. I mean, just truly are. So, I mean, kudos to Nintendo. They always know how to, you know, they always know how to bring it, man. These, I love. I always look. I look for it to Nintendo Direct uh, showcases as much as I would like a pay-per-view or almost like a damn movie because you know they're going to bring something extremely fun with it as well so kudos to them and continuing and possibly the f no this is not it and before you know what before I even get to that I do want to bring up and uh, give a little shout out to um, what is his name um, Dan Matthews I'm forgive me in our ACMG Facebook group he just posted there's two things actually um based on uh, this is more like playstation news now because spider-man uh, you know miles morales is coming very soon and it will be out for the playstation 4 and 5 and they have announced a few things that are coming very soon uh recently they have announced that the prowler has been is will be in the game he's in the in the game part of the storyline he's there the other news that they've announced just today and um uh, Dan Matthews, who is a huge Spider-Man fan, by the way, I'm, and one of the reasons why I enjoy his fandom <laughs> is that, you know, we're both Spider-Man fans. Um, I may say he may be, and I hate to say this, I really hate this because I really love Spider-Man, you know, more than any superhero that I've ever loved. He may almost be a better Spider-Man fan than I am. Because <laughs> he probably, and I believe because he, he still reads the books and he posts a lot of uh, panels as well <laughs> for that in the group. But, um, he also found out news that uh, coming from Polygon.com uh, into the Spider-Verse suit for Miles Morales will be in as a new skin for the game. So, um, which is, it's a given. I knew this, I wouldn't, I wasn't surprised that this was going to happen because if you remember in the Spider-Man, uh, the Marvel Spider-Man game for the PS4, uh, the Spider-Man, Peter's into the spider-verse suit is uh available in there as well so i'm not surprised that this suit was going to be available too it was just like a no-brainer was surprised i want to say one thing because somebody in our group i won't name names but somebody in our group actually he made a comment on the post that i had regarding the prowler reveal and he posted this is going to be a lesson a editorial lesson if you will he actually commented on there and said, spoiler, man, why did you, you know, why'd you have to tell me this? First of all, why did you have to read it <laughs> Two, 
how why is that a spoiler alert like i think people use the term spoiler too loosely in a sense spoilers are something that reveals a plot that we don't that 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 changes the dynamic of the storytelling like first of all nobody has nobody really truly knows what the story is we just know the people that are going to be involved we don't know like i if i said if 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 i said during the time when um marvel spider-man ps4 came out and i told people beforehand that aunt may died that's a spoiler alert that is a spoiler <laughs> and screw those who didn't play the game yet because this is you had a lot of time but if i would have mentioned that that is a spoiler because nobody expect aunt may to die there's no spoiling on the announcement of a character being uh, announced to be in the game. How is this any different than we, I'll give you, I'll give possibly maybe two, three examples. Black Widow, the movie has not come out yet. It's been postponed. We're going to see it possibly this in November, if not next year, hopefully on digital, but <laughs> how I could, how, I don't understand. On Black Widow, they revealed Taskmaster was going to be one of the main villains uh, in the game. That doesn't spoil the plot. That just says that he's in the game. How is this any different than them, than them telling that? How is it any different when they revealed Spider-Man was going to be in Civil War? Okay. You know, how is this any different than they announced that U.S. agent is going to be in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? So that's three. <laughs> you know so uh it's not a spoiler what spoils what creates a spoiler alert is the is something that that exposes the plot that's something that reveals the plot of something that opens up a whole new dynamic and 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 you know and creates shock value that was not it that you know this is i i, I used the term on a on a facebook group and called it geek dr drama and or being geek dramatic if you will you know it's just some things that is not a big deal about making here so you know honestly come on man you, you, you pick your battles <laughs> in this case so yeah but they are uh they will be in the game which will be out soon uh i believe november 12th i believe is coming out so um you know playstation 5 is coming out i'm look i place i may not get a playstation 5 on time but at least i can play this game and this game will be immediately upgraded to the uh to the playstation 5 so i'm happy about that that was that to me was all i was worried about right there so last bit of news i have which is it, it honestly it is kind of a review in a sense um i got a chance to play the pokemon expansion crown tundra and look i'll just say it right now i was way more i was i was way more appreciative about my experience with this second expansion as i was the first because the first one was very lackluster it was very short uh it didn't really do anything i did like the pokemon that i was able to get from it but the story just didn't last long at all and i was kind of disappointed in that the crown tundra no it it filled the gaps of everything that was missing from the first one uh everything from the story the characters and uh, might i say stories um in plural uh it 
had actually had two stories like a main story and sort of a epilogue uh story as well and they both played in very well um the and also with new modes and everything so i i really really love what they did it felt like what they provided in the first expansion was a sort of a uh a prelude this one was filled it, it really filled it up really well and this remind this kind of remind me of um marvel ultimate alliance 3 they had all these other expansions that came out but when they came out with the fantastic four one they also came out with a brand new story as well uh just like oh uh what is the other one uh mortal kombat 11 aftermath like i'm loving all these new expansions that are really adding so much more replay value to it um but if you combine the first expansion to the second expansion actually is much better <laughs> it's much much better um but the story of crown tundra the main story of crown tundra uh is based on a psychic type pokemon named uh calyrex calyrex acts has um with has the ability to possess humans uh pretty much he's telep telepathic and telekinesis pretty much um and he uses that power to levitate people and help them translate because he can't speak so he'll take over people's body to, to have them speak for him in a like really creepy type of way like the, the, yeah the poke calyrex is you know his design is really really weird he has a really big something in his head like that that fills his head almost looks like um the leader from the incredible hulk in a sense but i guess it's to imply he has a really huge brain and you know he can you know you be used telepathy and telekinesis with it um but he is a psychic pokemon i believe a grass type pokemon as well and he also has the power to grow crops so i don't i, I don't know what type of power that would do that but um it is what it is he has a lot of power after losing both those powers and roaming around the world as a forgotten de uh, deity and uh, for generations um you are entrusted your character is entrusted to reunite calyrex with its lost steed and restoring it to its former glory uh which you know it became a really cool adventure that you go through um the crown tundra rewards us with so much adventure and and so much great the story is not like strong or deep in terms of that but it's solid it, it is a solid simple and, and 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 really welcoming type of story it's like not too heavy not too light it's just what it is it's just something that it just can be enjoyable for what it is and i appreciated that you know um dialogue is not nearly too long it's it's really well written here and uh I, I appreciated what they did with this um one of the great things about the crown tundra story is the character development uh crown tundra's latest characters are actually characters of color and i myself with us seeing so much going on it really i really appreciate that game freak has focused on characters of color like their actual two main characters are black and I was I was thrilled about this. You know, I'm sure if you're a kid and you, like when we were kids, we didn't have like there's always to the talk about like um girls back in the 80s, 70s, 60s, whatever or even 80s or 90s never had a black Barbie doll or a black toy or a black somebody to look up to, you know, from a toy or video game. We're seeing a lot of this and and the fact that it's coming from Japan, it really warms my heart because I really love the country of japan and i love what they produce and provide in terms of art and and in their culture in general and i really appreciate that they're 
sticking ourselves out to create characters to represent us it's it, it, it what it tells me is that they're way uh, you know they're now in tuned with what's going on in the world and is in support of it that speaks volumes to me and i appreciate it i really really appreciate it i mean it's something it's something that people may not take uh, take for granted or not understand the significance of it but a japanese company coming out with two black characters as a main plot point to their to their very very highly grossing franchise is a major thing and i really appreciate what what they've been doing in there so i mean kudos to them uh crown you know it, it just it's really cool um the two characters is named pione which is the um which is like the, the male character uh and he has a daughter named pion pionia <laughs> and they're great additions to the pokemon universe they really are uh he basically wants to take his daughter to what is called the uh, dynamax adventure and the dynamax adventure actually is a whole new game mode that you go into this cave and you're going into this it's pretty much like a survival mode that you're going in fighting different you know giant raid modes max raids if you will and you got to survive all the way to the end but you're surviving on the same the same health meter as such it's it's really awesome what they do and if you can make it to the end then you have the ability to pick out one of the major uh dynamax pokemon that you have defeated in here along with all of the items that you go with it as well so you gain a lot from going in here and his daughter comes comes up missing so that's like it's, it's like the b plot of the story the main plot is um getting celerex uh his steed back but this is a good you know side plot point here so you gotta you know you got two different stories going on here you got a a story and a b story that's going on here um not only did we get to enjoy this lengthy story but we also have an extra epilogue adventure after all of this goes on uh, because there's a brand new tournament being held by Leon, who is now taken over as head of the tournament and the committee of the Pokemon League in the Gala region. You know, he's retired from being the champion, especially after you beat him. And now he's taken over and he decides to create a brand new tournament, which is now a tag tournament, which allows you to team up with other trainers that you faced all over the Gala region. Um, the tournament is absolutely tremendous. I love the way they set up. The presentation is awesome. I mean, I love the presentation from the main game. But, you know, and they continued that same type of thing here where you play through the tournament. It's not just like you're just playing opponent after opponent after opponent. Within each match, there's always some form of dramatic tension involved in it. Like, in between fights, you'll there's a conversation and, and sort of a dialogue going on with each character that are facing you and it just gives the presentation a lot more you know to be emerged about and to be engaged in i and i love what they did this because it, it has a also has an anime feel to it a, which it is anime based but it really draws you in in the same fashion in the same drama dramatic sense that you would with um an anime that you watch in when, when it involved competition and i love it and every time you play against a different uh character there is some type of engagement going on and dialogue going on S sort of like when you you know how we used to do how they do in fighting games um how what they used to do for um king of fighters king of fighters is one of the earliest games i can remember and say that used to do you know die dialogue um you know cross conversations with whenever you combine certain people together well they kind of do the same thing here and it brings more drama 
to the actual uh experience as well i really love what they did here um it provides a lot of fun moments in here uh the dialogue is really sweet you start off teaming up with hop because that's where the storyline goes but once you finish the game uh you will be able to play through it again but with this time with uh the ability of teaming up with different trainers you faced in the first tournament so you can the replay value is there you play with a different character and not only that you not only that you start on it, it is literally a whole new game because you start unlocking different trainers that you can team up with once you keep playing the game so it does play itself almost like a fighting game format and so you have this you have the regular game you there's so much you could do with this game this is a game already got an a plus for me it's hard to really get my my art uh my art, my black and white design professor once gave me an a plus plus on a design that i did I, it's i'm almost amped to do the same thing for this game because overall the the you know with the overall process i already gave this game a tremendous grade when it first came out it's just this added on so much to it you know so this by far in my opinion is the standout pokemon game experience that you could ever have it's so much added to this game experience if you are a pokemon fan there's no way in hell you can't tell me you're not enjoying sword and shield better than you have with other games it's just it, i i can't understand what they're going to do next after this it's going to be awesome so uh go out of your way and check that out if you haven't already and if you haven't go out definitely check it out because now they sell in the bundle so you'll have it all now you'll be able to play all of the expansions along with the main story and you'll have a very lengthy time this is a great 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 holiday christmas buy bar none if you haven't already so folks that will do it for this version of or this segment of the show we're going to take a break come back and i will review zoids wild uh what is zoid <laughs> i'm sorry zoid's wild blast unleashed for the nintendo switch we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley Flanagan, the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on talk time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg talk time live
folks, we are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of Zoid's Wild Blast Unleashed, a game by a company I've never heard of before, uh, Outright Games. Uh, has, I, I've never heard of this company before, but um, they are working with Takara Tomi, who I am familiar of, and they, you know, Tomi and Takara are responsible for Transformers and a whole bunch of other, you know, uh, products in Japan, and uh, you know, they put this really cool Zoids game together. I don't think this is the, this is definitely not the first Zoids game they ever put out. This is the first Zoids game that I believe has made it to the US. And I was intrigued because I was a Zoids fan. I've always liked the design, uh, the character design of the uh, Zoids itself. And sometimes the story, it, some of them are good. Some of them are a little bit too kid uh, kiddish for me. Um, but I figured I'd try it out. I was a little skeptical because I did see earlier, you know, gameplay videos of it. Uh, it just felt like really kind of one dimensional in a sense. And, you know, so I, I ended up getting it anyway. Uh, played it and it has its good points. It has its, I don't want to say bad. It just, it, it's, it's, if, all right, if you're looking, if you're a fighting game fan and you're looking for a, a arena based battle game, to have fun with um with that is deep with uh complex control schemes and whatnot this might not be the game for you this game is designed ex like just looking at it and even just when you look at the logo of outright games you could you could just see is kind of like geared to a younger demographic here um the game is very very kid friendly there is a lot of things that you may see in here that is like okay this is something for my kid this is something like this is a very kid-friendly type of game experience like it it, it really doesn't focus on anything it, can i say this what is there is a term for this this is really like just a, a this game doesn't really put you know any focus on plot and narrative and that like the story alone there really is no story it's just like they're just having all these different dialogues you get to play against all these different characters that that's in the series and the series which by the way is available on netflix and i got a chance to watch the series and felt like okay this is a very kid-friendly game i mean uh series so I, it kind of turned me off because it didn't really it didn't really do anything for me and the game does a little bit more for me than the actual series that i've watched um if you're just watching for the simple idea of watching really cool looking mech you know um you know animals battling that's fine but i need for me i need somewhat of a story and narrative to guide me this isn't it the story doesn't take you anywhere it just has these mundane and boring tedious dialogue the even crazier part is that they have the voices the english voices of the cast in the game however they don't say much there's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of text and dialogue throughout these um these matches but they don't say too much this is one of those fighting games where they have this dialogue going on and for some reason they're just making noise like every time every time one of the characters talk they go huh okay all right yes yes ha huh. you know it, it's it's that type of thing um so <laughs> 
it doesn't it just gets boring after a while and there's so much dialogue to this it, it, it's really crazy um the modes in this game so you have battle which is basically like your regular versus mode in here um i can tell you this the loading is pretty fast and that's that's a plus uh so you have the you have the actual um versus mode uh two four six eight ten twelve fourteen sixteen you got 16 zoids to pick from with uh you know 16 writers but there's also other things that you unlock as well i believe there's like uh mirror characters of the zoids that you've uh, that you get to face off with as well they all pretty much got the same move set i mean so that's it, which that i'm not gonna fault for that because we play games like naruto ultimate ninja storm and stuff like that and they tend even though they have the same control scheme they they feel a little bit different in how they present uh the control scheme this is the same here this i think the the, the biggest plus about the game is the core battle system and the core um match you know and in general um, that's about as fun as you could get here. So you got the battle versus mode here. You also have the mission mode, which it has a mode for continuous battle. You have the story and then you have practice. The practice mode, I really appreciate it because it does take you through a very user-friendly tutorial on how to control and use the Zoid. So, so easy that a kid can understand it. So, um, they have that aspect. And, and to that, and to that credit, they do have a lot you know in terms of um of a complex battle system it's not deep but it is solid and they do have some things that does provide some type of form some form of strategy that is involved with it you got weak spots you got guards you got you know counter attacks um regular wild attacks and of course you got the secret uh you know you got your special moves as well so depending on who you are you have to basically you have your light attack your heavy attack and you got another evasive attack as well but if you do the if you put the two shoulder buttons together then you have your wild blast attack and that's just a, that you know energizes your character to, you know to turn into a more powerful character and be able to pull off a really powerful move if you connect so you have to connect and i thought that this game at first when playing through the story mode it, it's it's really easy and it gets so easy that it becomes a little bit boring but as you get further into the particular characters um arc they do provide a little bit more of a challenge and and at this point like there was a point in the time like i wished i would at least get my butt whipped and then eventually you do <laughs> so there is some form of a challenge and handicap in this game that allows you to be challenged a little bit more as you go along and i believe you are able to you know in versus mode or other modes you'll be able to up the uh difficulty level there so they have two maps in the story mode, which is normal map and secret map. Secret map uh, provides a little bit extra, you know, dialogue to already the insanely tedious dialogue that they provide. Um, you know, Arashi, you know, you got him on air. You got all the characters from the game. All the characters from the game is on air. Um, that if you watch the, I mean, from the series, I should say. If you watch the series, then you know who all is involved. Um, like presentation and visual wise, it's beautiful i i think that's the other plus to it i think the present the the stages look really good the zoids themselves look awesome and i think that is the biggest appeal it's kind of really this game in, in, in its entirety is quite superficial because 
you know if you focus just on the visual of this game you'll have you'll you'll love it just for the visual itself but if you try to look for anything deeper than that you're gonna be like i said you're gonna be slightly disappointed by it um they have this this story arc it's just you're going through all these different stages and you unlocking new things along the way which is kind of which is pretty cool but after a while like literally after a while i just skip over the dialogue because it just gets it, it could be very long it could be daunting <laughs> and it, it just it just not appealing like if anything if you compare what i've played last week with hardcore mecca and this it this is nowhere near nowhere near in terms of uh storytelling as good as that i mean like what hardcore mecca did like makes that just one of the best mech games i've ever played period um this is just very lighthearted, not the best but also not by not the worst by far um but if you just compare it if you're just basing it off a story it's a big fail even if you're a kid because even as a kid you're like really not caring about it you just want to fight you're going to hit the star button you're just going to keep going and keep fighting back but i'll tell you this this could be this game could be also used as a stress reliever as well this is one of those games if you just want to like to get all out the tension just play through this game it's just actually that type of game if you just want to just play it out um each zoid does provide their different abilities and systems and you know that plays a factor too so it's not entirely one dimensional in that aspect it's a little bit more like two dimensional or 2.5 dimensional in terms of the gameplay and, and um and the scale as well for this game um despite the fact everybody's using the same control scheme so you have that i mean it, it it's really nothing much to it there's they have an opening cutscene here but after that it's just nothing really drag you know really keeping you excited about playing this game you know and and again it's like this is a very kid friendly i can see kids really wanting to play this game and liking this game adults especially you know hardcore fighting game you know uh gamers out there i don't see them i'll see them passing this game but fans of the zoid series may may actually like this but also may not because it doesn't provide enough you know it, i think even if they did have the voice actors actually you know saying the lines of what's going on it might save it a little more but the fact of them just making the sound effects of the characters from the series it's not enough and i don't know if that was a budgeting issue or not because there is a lot of lines in this game so i can imagine them not wanting to pay them to do all of the lines in this game because there's a lot in here but you know what this reminds me of too um this reminds me of one of the the early uh dragon ball budokai games uh in particular the one for the ps um p that i used to play that did kind of the same format as this um where and a lot of games do this too where they you know have sometimes they're you know reading off lines but a lot of times they're just making the grunt noises to uh specify that they're talking right now and the the still uh, the still image of the character kind of just you know zooms in to recognize that they're talking while the other one kind of shadows out so it, it a lot of this reminds me of the dragon ball you know takai uh budokan series that i used to play uh on a psp and i so i recognize this um but at the end of the day it's just really it's just really not enough i think overall this is a playable game overall i honestly overall for me 
this is a straightforward and solid fighting game with like really sharp graphics and really tremendous mech design uh that'll appeal like very superficial here uh that'll appeal to kid it, it, with a really kid friendly uh control scheme uh it may not be for all fighting games as i mentioned but guaranteed to be fun if you are someone uh if you want something a little bit light-hearted and less complex um and if you pass on the tedious and boring dialogue you can just enjoy the game for what it is in its core so uh unfortunately it's not the best game that i've played in the last few definitely not in the last few weeks but i would give it at least a c plus just on a on a merit of uh the visuals itself and the solid control scheme i didn't have any crashes or anything there were no bugs like situations going on so i'm i you know a c plus uh c plus is more than appropriate for this so if if your kids if your kids may be into zoids or they like this type of thing this may be for them this absolutely may be for them but um yeah i don't see a lot of people jumping on this on that aspect too so there you have it folks that will do it for this edition of select start just want to give a reminder next week my full review of common rider memories of heroes and now you're going to figure out why that they called it memory of heroes by the way it makes total sense now uh so that will be out and i'll give a full report i'm playing it right now and that's all i'm going to say i'm not going to go into it because i can easily just talk about that right now um the following weeks as i mentioned i now have no more heroes one and two so i will be reviewing one for each episode uh following weeks and then i believe by that time you know spider-man uh, miles morales should be out as well uh this sunday my newest favorite anime is god of high school which is available not only on crunchyroll but also hbo max it is unleashed in hbo max the english version and the uh, i believe i don't know if it's in japanese um uh, dub as well but uh for the hbo max version but they're releasing all of the episodes now on hbo max and uh, 10 episodes so far i think there's three more left so i want to definitely bring that up um, along with all of the other news going on in our favorite fandoms uh this week on the prime show so stay tuned for all that and much more folks thank you so very much as always for allowing me to take the time to listen to everything that i have to say in regards to our favorite fandoms and sometimes the real world and i really appreciate that you guys are sticking with me and taking the time to do so um as always check us out on talktimelive.com you can also subscribe and download on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean and the amazon alexa devices uh, and also i believe amazon music as well I should just say that it'll help me not to activate that device so <laughs> you can check it out all those as well and please just keep up the support and let's keep up the fight as well uh just be safe out there people i mean especially my people be very safe out there and uh let's get to the polls if you haven't done so already and to those who have you are my heroes right now because we need change and we need change for everybody not just a few people we need change and great change for everybody so let's be heroes this is our end game people it's time to take thanos and the dark or in a black order out it's time to end the shinra corporation <laughs> it's time so and it's time and, and let this be the beginning of more so folks that will do it on behalf of myself this is dax Xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i M out of here. Take care. And again, mask up and be safe and vote. Let's do this. Take care.
Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.